Hey, Matt, are you subscribed to the Weekend Primer podcast? No, what is that? It's the weekly podcast that you and I do every week on Wednesday mornings to let people know what's going on in the weekend in Door County. That sounds like a great idea for a podcast. Well, why don't you subscribe to it? All you have to do is grab your phone and pick out whatever podcast app you use, whether that's Apple Music, Pocket Cast, or Spotify, or, or wherever you get your podcasts, and search for Door County or Door County Pulse Podcast and click subscribe. Wow, that's so easy. I could do it. Then every week you're going to get two episodes of the Door County Pulse podcast delivered straight to your inbox. And then all you have to do is click on it and listen. I'm going to go do that right now. Cool. And sounds like a great idea, Matt. I'll see you in the podcast this week, Andrew. I think that we're just going to have to kick Andrew out of the whole Door County Pulse podcast system just because he's just not here to record. I don't know that we need him anymore. I don't think so. We're rocking right along without him. Right. Smooth. He's not here for the week. He's not here for the Pulse podcast, not here for the weekend primer. So it's just going to be you and me from now on. Yeah, he's stuck down in Disneyland somewhere in like Harry Potter world or something. (laughs) He's probably, I think he's enjoying it more than we're enjoying it here. Seriously though, when is he coming back? I don't know. I think hopefully sometime this week because we have a lot of projects to work on. (laughs) But let's get right into it. I'm Matthew Marcon. That is Miles Danhausen. And this is your weekend primer. On Friday and Saturday at the 3rd Avenue Playhouse in Sturgeon Bay is Love on Holiday, a week-long songwriting and recording process that culminates in a series of performances of newly written songs about love and love gone away. It's $20 for general admission, which includes both performances on Friday and Saturday, and a $50 VIP pass, which includes reserved seating and a meet and greet with all the artists. Miles, this is at the Holiday Music Motel, right? Yeah. And then, well, that's where they do all the um, songwriting effort. They all stay in that hotel. Um, It'd be, I actually should do something like that just as a writing thing once in a while. I couldn't write a song to save my life, but uh, it'd be be great to be around that creativity. But uh, yeah, then they go out and they play at Third Third Avenue Playhouse, which uh, for those old like myself, remember as the former Donna Theater, but is actually a pretty great place to go see a, a show. Yeah, I've seen a couple of shows down there. Um, One of my favorites was actually a couple Christmases ago. I think back when I was in high school, uh, one of the Christmases there, they did a, and I've talked about it on this podcast before, but they did like a stage production of a radio show for It's a Wonderful Life. So it was like, it was, everyone was on stage, but they were acting as if, if if it was a radio performance. That's really cool. Which was really cool. And, and it's a wonderful life is one of mine and my family's favorite, like Christmas movies. So it was a great time to just see something different for one of our favorite movies. Yeah. I was actually on stage there, not performing in any way, just like telling stories for the Door County Reads program, um, a couple of years ago and which plug for Door County Reads is going on right now. There are tons of events all over the County, um, and it was just kind of cool to, you know, I'm not a performer by any means, um, unless I'm in a locker room screaming at my players back <laughs> in the day, uh, yourself included. But you weren't the, yelling at me, though. It was everyone else. No, around. Everyone else. Yes. Right. So you know how to deflect that very well. Right. Um, it's not me. It's not me. I'm all good. No. Right. Um, but it was kind of cool to be on that stage that I remember, like when I was a kid, that was a movie screen. That's where. I saw Jurassic Park in that same <laughs> place. Oh, cool. And um, that was like the only movie I've ever been to in Door County where it was legit overflow packed and people sitting on the floor for Jurassic Park. That just blew our minds at the time. Um, 
now you'd want much better sound for something like that. <laughs> but anyway, back to Love on Holiday. Um, one of the um, cool things that they do with that is they project like art. They kind of combine it with uh, local artists and have some images projected on the screen to go along with the um, songwriters performing. On the, I think it's on the 9th that they do that. Um, so yeah, it's a pretty cool activity. And then like Love on Holiday, everything they do at the Holiday Music Motel is just like, so much creativity packed into that building and all the projects that they take on and bringing all these cool sound songwriters. You know, there's locals like Pat McDonald and Kathy Greer that are part of it, but then they have all these folks who just keep coming back and have established this connection to Sturgeon Bay and Door County through the Holiday Motel. And, you know, there's, if you add it up, there's probably hundreds of songs um, that have maybe, maybe even more than that, maybe thousands that have come out of that whole um, collaborative process. Yeah, it sounds, I mean, from doing this podcast for uh, for a couple months now, it seems like every couple of months there's something at, at the Holiday Music Motel and at 3rd Avenue Playhouse that they do, which is just like a week long of songwriting, and then they just go out and perform it. And that's really cool. And you don't, I haven't heard of anything else like that, you know, with, with, with the time I've spent in college in New York and in California, you know, th- that's just something you don't really hear of. And that's, that's really cool. Yeah. I've had a chance to interview a lot of the different artists over the years since they started that, I think like 12 years ago. Um, and they like those artists will tell you like, this is a unique kind of thing. Like what, what Pat McDonald, Melanie Jane, um, Pat's sister, Christy involved back in the day. And there's probably a ton of people I'm not mentioning. Sorry about that. But what they've created is something truly unique in the country in terms of, this environment that songwriters will clamor to come to this, you know, we get used to living here, but if you look at a map of the United States and you look at where Door County actually is, like it's, it's hard to envision someone from uh, a Nashville or um, Los Angeles wanting to go to this little sliver up there, but they've created an environment that these people come back time after time after time. And also this weekend and throughout Washington Island is Celebrate Winter. Take part in a week-long celebration of ice and snow with food, fun, adventure, and entertainment. Register with the Lions Club to participate in the Fishing Derby. So I didn't even know that you could go on Washington Island in the winter. <laughs> they still survive up there. They still need goods, Matthew. That's wild. <laughs> no, because I'm I'm honestly mostly familiar with doing things on Washington Island for in the summer, going out and just being you know, super tranquil and getting, you know, we say get away from it all, from getting away from all the Door County stuff, but literally there's you know, nothing. It's very quiet, very peaceful, very one with nature. And so I just imagine that during winter, that's a like, completely different. You just kind of meld into the nature in the winter, I think. You just <laughs> kind of become one with the ground, one with the trees. Um, no, but they, they still have their day-to-day. Their school still has, you know, a, the occasional class of one. But like you know, people are are still uh, still making life just like the rest of us. But no, I I actually am going up to the island in a couple of weeks. I won't be able to make it for celebrate winter. But I've always I've been there a lot in my life, like in the summertime, like yourself. Um, going to starting with like little league games as a kid, which you'd look forward to all summer. It's mm-hmm. like oh, when's our island trip? But um, I've never been there in the wintertime, and I've always wanted to go up and see what it's like going through the ice on the ferry if there's ice coverage up there. And then just to, you know, it's a big mystery to me. Like, what is life like on such a, an isolated island? Because it's, it can be pretty desolate on the mainland here. And we're sort of an island with the, with the canal down in Sturgeon Bay. But that's a, that's a whole nother level when there's, what, two ferries a day, I think. So, yeah, I, I would like you to come back in and, and check in with us at the weekend primer. I will do see. that. I will tell well, you what it was all about. <laughs> right. And, and I'm, I'm extremely interested in that. Um, 
Also, side note, what is a fishing derby? Do you have any idea what a fishing derby is? Yeah. You you don't know what a fishing derby is? I know. I know. Is it just like a fishing contest <laughs> or? No. I mean, the, so guys go out and they they do this several times a year. Like the, um, they do the Cam- KD Salmon Tournament. They have the tournament in Bailey's Harbor. And each fishing tournament has its own rules and regulations and um, weight limits and things like that. But yeah, you know, a bunch of people go out and they you go to your own spots and, and go fishing. And then you come in and... Uh, there's like a central place where they'll do the weigh-in and stuff and whoever catches the biggest fish wins. Oh, so it's just like a fishing tournament. Yeah. Oh, okay. I knew that. I hope I got that right. <laughs> I knew. I just thought it was like, you know, something different of where the, they do something crazy with fish. I don't know. <laughs> I have I have never done uh, a fishing tournament because I'm a terrible fisherman. I occasionally <laughs> like to sit somewhere and just cast a line, but it's mostly staring at the water. Well, I just found out recently that you need a permit just to go regular fishing. You I, didn't know this either? I just thought you could go grab a boat and take a fishing rod no. and just go out and go. No, I, everything everything has got to be regulated now, Matthew. That's a shame. That's a shame. No. I mean, there are good reasons for it. They want to make right. sure they know how many fish you're pulling out and right. how many people are going fishing um, and taking advantage of our public waters, but you got to sign up for everything. I'm going to sign up for a fishing derby. That sounds like fun. On Saturday is the Peninsula Music Festival's February Fest at Shepherd of the Bay Lutheran Church featuring pianist Andrew Armstrong and Ina Falix, who will showcase their talents on the unique Omega Double Piano created by Washington Island craftsman Peter Nielsen. Reception follows the concert. Uh, The Omega Double Piano, that is a phrase that interests me because I tried to look it up and I couldn't find anything on it. Is it just a really big piano? It is a single piano with two sets of keyboards, two sets of... um, Everything basically. Well, um, so I think they had a, kind of a dueling piano. Sometimes you'll see in Vegas, or yeah. I think they did one at Chop uh, for New Year's. I was there a couple of years ago, um, and you know it's usually a lot of fun from a dueling piano sense. Um, this guy has created this himself, crafted this piano himself, mainly because he wanted to create more of a stereophonic sound from the piano. So instead of just having two pianos up there operating separately, putting them together. Um, apparently creates a much different fuller sound. So it's, uh, I know a lot of people who are PMF fans and classical music fans have been talking about this for a little while up here. Steve Gretzmacher in the office um, was pretty excited about it. So um, yeah, I, I would think it'd be a pretty cool uh, performance to see. Um, just to to hear that kind of music played with, with a much different instrument. And it's very cool that this guy lives on Washington Island and built this thing himself. Right. Yeah, just just hearing how you describe that, that sounds amazing and just really interesting to see as a performance perspective. Um, also, coming from the dueling pianos perspective, I was at a Green Bay Bullfrogs game. <laughs> They're the uh, collegiate baseball team, that the summer baseball team that happened down in Green Bay, and they had dueling pianos once, and that was one of that was one at of a the, baseball game? At a baseball nice. game. So, like, in between innings, they would, like, play back and forth. And That's pretty was, cool. It was one of the coolest baseball games I've ever been to. <laughs> so this guy actually brought the, his dueling piano um, over on the ferry line, um, and de- I think it debuted in October, so I must have built it pretty recently. I don't know. This would be a fascinating story, actually. Is like, how do you, how does one go about building a piano? And then, yeah. like, I, I understand how people do it when it's like their corporation, their job, and they have a warehouse where they build these things, but like, an individual, how do you go about building this thing? Right. Are there like, are there like instructions online? And well, yeah. and especially if you're creating it from scratch, like if this is a new thing, that's not very wide, widely known. Yeah, order a kit. I right. Don't I don't, I don't think there's an Omega double piano kit that you it's can a just. a good name though too. The Omega oh, yeah. double. Once I saw this, I was like, I'm interested. I'm interested be, already. It'd be a good craft beer name too. Like 
for double IPA. It's like our, our Omega double IPA. And you could use the piano as your logo. That's perfect. Yeah, this is this uh, this podcast is trademarked, by the way. So any yeah. ideas that come up <laughs> in this podcast are owned by the Peninsula Pulse. And finally, on Saturday is the Door County Pond Hockey Tournament. Sixty teams compete on Kangaroo Lake for the coveted Stanley Thermos. There will be a warming tent, food and beverages, and an open rink on the ice. Miles, you are all about the Door County Pond Hockey Tournament. I am, and that's why I can't be at any of these other events we've talked about because I will be. Standing on the ice all day on uh, Saturday, um, basically scorekeeping. But yeah, we uh, we actually have 55 teams. We capped it at 60. We filled it to 55 teams in, I think it's six different divisions. And only a couple of these teams are actually from Door County. So it's oh, a wow. lot of teams from all over the place, um, including uh, one of them, Dave Mackey, who played uh, professional hockey with the Chicago Blackhawks back in the 90s. That doesn't seem fair. Yeah, well, he's he's older now, so he's not as dominant. Yeah, but I mean, any older, just Michael Jordan's what, like 50? And he can still... I could probably take him. Yeah, I bet you could. No, Just, just have him come have him come to the Y on Monday nights <laughs> yeah, yeah. and we'll he, see what he got. He would love the Door County Y on Monday <laughs> night. Um, he'd probably just find a way to get money from everybody. Um, yeah, but Dave Mackey comes up and he plays and it's, it's one of those things where like um, you talk to professional hockey players and amateur hockey players like playing on the pond, little four on four with these, it's hard to explain these little goals. It's not like a regular hockey goal. They're, they're small, low to the ground goals, about four or five inches tall that have like two holes in them. So it's all about instead of the slap shots and the power and checking, it's um, stick handling and passing. That sure. is the key to this game. There's no goalies. Um, and we just clear about 15 rinks out on the ice on Kangaroo Lake. Brian Fitzgerald is out there as we speak, uh, leading a crew to get all the rinks ready. And, you know, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of guys standing on the ice, flooding rinks, making them as good as they can, getting the tent set up out there. Um, but it's a lot of fun. And as a kid who didn't grow up playing hockey, who can barely skate, um, I always wish that I would have grown up playing hockey because you see these guys, everyone from like 18, 19 year old kids to 65 year old guys can still skate. And because it doesn't have it take its toll on the knees like basketball does, which I love to play, which is getting harder and harder on my body. Um, Same. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's really fun to watch. Like we put on a lot of different events throughout the year, like the half marathon. It's, it's a great, huge event, but it's, you know, once people leave the starting line and that, that time between that and the finish, there's not a lot to watch and cheer right. for as a spectator, but the pond hockey tournament, it's, it's really fun just to, to watch the games. Cause there's just a lot of action going on, you know, 12 to 15 games going on at all times and they're all pretty good games. So this is so this is like a tournament all day of, you know, 12 to 15 teams play at once and it's like a tournament and then at the end of the day some person wins. Is that is that Yeah, so we have it's all split up into divisions by age. Um there are a couple of we've always tried to get a, a women's division going, but it we've never been able to get like more than two teams. So we actually have a couple of women's teams that are playing against the men. A couple of years ago, one of the women's team won their division, actually. They were really good hockey, women's hockey players, um, college hockey players. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> but the winner goes home with, we, we give our champions the Stanley Thermos, uh, engraved with the, the Door County Pond Hockey Terminal logo in the division. Uh, and they all like that. They all get uh, beer from Door County Brewing Company. Oh. Um, it's, it's a really fun day on the ice. There's also a spectator's like, warming tent that's heated up. Uh, Northern Door Rodeo Club will be selling food. And the community association will be selling beer and other beverages. 
Um, there'll be some music played down there. Um, it's just, uh, it's really cool. When Brian Fitzgerald wanted to start this seven years ago, I kind of thought he was crazy. Like, how are we going to do this thing? But, um, and it is a lot of work and it's a long day on the ice. Um, but it, it's just turned into a lot of fun and it's bringing up, you know, 50, 50 plus teams from outside the area to hang out in Bailey's Harbor and, and Door County that, you know, that pond hockey crowd doesn't really overlap with a lot of the other crowds yeah. that might come up here. So it's right. bringing new people up. Yeah, I like I like the idea of new people coming to Door County, especially seeing last weekend I was at a winter festival in Fish Creek last weekend and just seeing all the people who are down in Fish Creek. And I mean, it's not it's not anything equal to anything that goes on during the summer, but to see people come up at a different time of the year is really cool because I don't think Door County is very different during the winter and not a lot of people get to experience that. And I think it's cool that a lot of these people are now going to start coming up and seeing what Door County is like in, in the winter. And it's completely different than it is in the summer. And yeah. it's still, it's, and it's just as cool. And you, you mentioned Winterfest and I mean, that was a picture perfect day. You had a yeah. lot of snow that hadn't melted yet. And, but it was beautiful sunshine day. It wasn't too cold. And it wasn't too cold. So you had at Winterfest was, there were tons of people down there. Is that probably the first time you've seen it since maybe high school that you've been there for Winter Festival? Yeah, and that and that was the first time where I really went to Winter Festival because even in high school I yeah, wouldn't you, I wouldn't I didn't want to go. You know, it's it's just some festival that I don't really care. It wasn't fall. It's not fall fest. It's not pumpkin patch. Yeah. You know, it's not one of the big places. And and yeah, during college I was always gone for Winter Festival. Yeah. So yeah, this was this was my first time what, at Winterfest. What was your take on it? It was cool. Like all of the, it was way more crowded than I thought, and that's. And that's probably to the day and the weather we were, because if it was like the negative 30 a couple yeah. days before, it would have been empty. And yeah, they got lucky. Right. So it was, it was awesome to see all the people there. I saw a lot of locals. I saw a lot of tourists from out of town. We were, we were shooting a video. So I was, I was doing one-on-ones and asking a lot of these people questions. So there were people from all over the place, some locals, some from Chicago. We, we interviewed an, uh, um, an older couple who have been coming to Winterfest for years now. And then we also um, interviewed um, a bachelorette party who were just searching for things to do and found the the Fish Creek Winter Festival and came and you up just, just for you that. you just worked your way into the bachelorette party right. for the rest of the day. We talked gonna... to them for a while. Were you annoying? <laughs> no, no, I was, I was exactly what they needed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when you're talking to people and trying, I think what you're doing was going around asking them like, w- what draws you up here in the winter time? And what do you, what do you love about Door County in the winter? What kinds of things were people telling you? What was the feedback you heard? Um, a lot of the feedback was that just how beautiful it is up here during the winter. Um, a lot of the people just like how quiet it is up here. Um, but, but then there were other people who enjoyed the uh, taking advantage of the trails and, you know, all of the winter activities that they can do when there's snow. I mean, yeah. th- they, um, one person had mentioned of how, how lucky they were this summer when they, or this winter, excuse me, when they came up that there was, they had so much snow and they can do all of the winter activities that they wanted to do up here just because there was so much snow. So it was, it was a lot of, uh, those kind of answers, which was really great to hear just of all these people saying just how cool Door County is. Um, we went, actually, my wife and I went and hiked Eagle Trail on Saturday morning and it was beautiful in there. I mean, yeah, you're trudging through the snow, but in a lot of ways it's easier to hike it in the winter than it is in the summer or like in the spring when, when there's a lot of mud and it's kind of easy to slip and fall. The snow actually gives you more stability on Eagle Trail, which can be a pretty tough trail. Um, but it was a, it was a really good workout and B, I mean, it's just 
beautiful right now in the park. It's so different in the wintertime when there aren't the leaves and you, and you see the sun um, just kind of sparkling through the trees and, and you can walk out on the frozen bay and kind of look back at Ephraim and get different views that you don't get in the summertime. Um, it was pretty spectacular. Yeah, moving back to the pond hockey tournament, is there anyone that we should be looking out for? Anyone? Who who do you think is going to win it all? Uh, the Fitzgerald Freighters are back, and they have won it, I think it's three years in a row. It's uh, Simon Hedin and his crew from St. Norbert's College um, have always played really well. But this year, we've got a couple of new teams. Um, one from the Duluth area that has some good ringers on their team that might be able to give them a run for their money. And one from the Tower Lakes area in Illinois. Uh, there's actually three from this kind of tiny um, community in Illinois that actually is where my wife is from. But they all ended up coming up here on their own, not connected <laughs> to like my recruitment. Um, and there's a couple good teams from there uh, with some guys who like semi-pro and uh, maybe a cup of coffee in the pros um, that are coming up. So it's it's pretty, there's going to be some good competition. Last year, I actually had to throw one player out of a game. Um, for just getting a little too rough. There's no checking and stuff. So when people get um, a little aggressive, a little physical, or they start swinging their stick around, um, we do have to calm them down or maybe sit them down for a little bit. And um, I'm hoping I don't have to do that again because I'm not a big dude. No. And so I really have to puff out my chest to to act confident enough to throw someone out of a out of a game. So hopefully I don't have to do that again. Yeah, that takes it takes a lot for us for us little guys to to stick up to someone a big hockey player yeah. like that. Like that's yeah, I, I don't intimidate people. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's just about going to do it for us. I know you're going to be at Pond Hockey on Saturday. Um, that's that's pretty much going to take up your weekend. I'm also going to be at Pond Hockey this weekend. Andrew and I if he ever comes back, are going to be doing the same uh, man on the street, asking people, interviewing people. Um, so we'll be out there. We'll be out. Come look for us. Yeah, and everybody else, like if you, like if the weather's nice, get out there. Like we're supposed to get snow in the next couple of days. Like you never know when these windows where it's really beautiful up here and where there's decent snow, you never yeah. know when that's going to end. So um, get off your couch, get outside, get in the parks, get down to the lake, whatever you got to do. Are we supposed to have good weather this weekend? I, when we go into event weekends, I don't look at the weather until Thursday. Okay. I, I can't let myself get caught up in Monday and Tuesday. That's all. Brian likes to get caught up in that and ride that wave. <laughs> I just can't stand like going down this, oh no, it's going to rain or oh no, it's going to be freezing because it changes so much up here that I lose valuable brain space worrying about something that A, I can do nothing about and B, um, probably will change within 12 hours. Fair enough. Then we will not worry about it. I'll go look at the weather at my desk and then I'll just send you an email with it. <laughs> thank you for joining me this week, Miles, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Thank you, Matthew. If you're looking for more things to do this weekend, check out the events calendar at DoorCountyPulse.com or pick up this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse, available every Friday throughout Door County. Don't forget to subscribe to Door County Podcasts for your weekly Pulse picks, interviews, and exclusive content from the Peninsula Pulse. You can find us on DoorCountyPulse.com, on iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Beep. Beep. Do-
Doctor, doctor, the patient doesn't have a pulse. That's impossible, nurse. The Peninsula Pulse is available free everywhere. Hurry up, give him one. But doctor, I can't find a pulse. Nonsense, nurse. The Peninsula Pulse is in all the shops, restaurants, and hotels from Kiwani to Gills Rock. Hey, Doc, I'm feeling better already. Hello, nurse. Are you free for dinner? My goodness, doctor. The Peninsula Pulse has resuscitated his social life. The Peninsula Pulse newspaper. Free on newsstands everywhere. Check it, read it, use it. 